Well, hello there, and welcome to the podcast. And right now, I'm recording an episode while Pat's cooking ki- uh, cooking dinner for his girlfriend. He realized he doesn't have enough, enough chicken as he thought he was, so dinner's gonna be light tonight for Pat and Marissa. But hey, it's all right. I'm sure his passport will work out. Hey, speaking of passports, find out if Pat gets to go on the trip to Mexico next month with his girlfriend and her family. Also, we find out Pat's Murph results. Did he complete it? Did he not? Did he do a, a great time? Did he have a horrible time? Did he collapse? Find out. Listen. We appreciate the the, uh, the listen. We love you all. And uh, enjoy the episode. about kid we're professionals here yeah we're professionals yeah that's why we still have shitty day jobs i mean technically we're not professionals because we don't get paid but we, we do it like professionals kid you think so Pat? no no i don't no no <laughs> <laughs> we're pretty bad at this yeah. <laughs> that's why no one listens exactly yeah at least we know that though i know but it's, it's a thing that if we keep doing you know maybe eventually some people might listen Hundreds of episodes down the line. Yeah. You know, we have to do those hundreds of episodes first. Of course. Hundreds of thousands of episodes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's called, it's called putting in the reps. It is, you know? You, what know? Is it, you have to do your 100,000 hours, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's true, but it sounds about right. Yeah, that, that's like the, the, the motivational guy thing, right? It's 100,000 hours or something. You're great at it. Something like that. Like, you do that amount of hours, and then you're officially an expert. Yeah. On it, or like you're, you know, able to. By the way, dude, is it me or is it fucking crazy? I, I've seen so many comics, and I've heard about so many comics that year one, year two, year four of comedy, and they were already paid regulars at the comedy store. This is like years ago. Oh, like, you know, I like, mean, that's dude, how it was, though. I mean, it's just fucking insanity. You go to the comedy store, half the fucking names are like, who is this Billy Bob and his fucking sauce each? Like, that's, yeah. that's like basically a name, like Billy Bob and his dick. Oh, it was yeah. a fucking two-person act. His different ventriloquist. George Peaches. Yeah. The, the, the wall is just loaded with yeah. no names. Fucking Bobby Jerkoffs. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's there's also all-time greats up there. Yeah. But the wall and, like, the headshots, there's just tons of nobodies up there. Yeah. Like, because there used to be just no barrier to get into comedy. Yeah. And most people still don't understand that. Yeah. Like, it, it you get so much harder now. You tell people you're a comedian, and the first thing, like, one of the first things they'll ask you, like, oh, where do you perform? Dude, nowhere. Yeah. Fucking nowhere. And then they'll, I, you have to explain to them, like, what an open mic is. Because they, they also think open mics are in front of people. Yeah. They're like, no, no. oh, you're doing an open mic? Let, let me come sometime. I go, no. no. Don't come. Don't come. Don't come. Yeah. You, you don't want to come to where I go do an open mic. This, this isn't a show. They're like, no, I, I don't care. I go, no, no, no. no you're going to you care. Do. You're going to care. Yeah. Once you sit down and you, and you start seeing a couple of comics go up there, you're going to care. Yeah. 
And then when they find out that you actually pay to do comedy, well, I don't. I, I don't tell not, them. That. Not only do I don't you not get paid to do comedy, you pay to do it. They're like flabbergasted. Them. Most people. <laughs> I don't tell them that. <laughs> I just say don't come. <laughs> and then well, no. Then they ask you. So you make any money from doing it? No. Again, you just don't understand. As a matter of fact, I spend yeah, money. Yeah, I doing spend it. money. It is an expense. It's my car payment and fucking stand up. Yep. It's like gonna pay my fourth wall bill for the month. Yeah. It, you don't. You don't understand. It, it, it's just a. It's a hard thing to get into that you don't realize that payment is stage time. Like someone giving you stage time, that is payment. Because again, the only way you can like get really good is by being on stage. And honestly. It's getting to the point now where it definitely is beneficial, obviously, to do open mics. But now at the point that we're at, I think it's we need to be doing more shows because although getting on stage at open mics is good, doing a show is a completely different type of muscle, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, we need to work on actually being in front of a crowd because that that timing alone is different. Um, It's just it's a different... It's, I mean, it's a totally different thing. And to any comic that are like, well, fucking duh. But, you know, to other open micers or other comics, it's like, yeah, there's a big distinction between getting on stage and doing open mics and then getting on stage and doing shows. Yeah. That being said, I'll be hosting the fourth wall tonight, 9 and 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free to come out. If you're listening to this, it's already too late. <laughs> Pet had already hosted and it went horribly. <laughs> Most likely. The, the, uh, the improv mic is fun. Not like the Hollywood improv, but like the yeah. improvised mic. At well, it wasn't Portland. for me yesterday or whenever we did it. Yeah, but it's all right. They can't all be winners. No. But that's, that's, that's a great muscle to host. I'm going to start doing more of those. Yeah. Not to mention, like, I will say, so I, I, that was a bad set for me. That's like what a good set was, was for me like a year and a half ago. No. That was, that was never a good set. I mean, a but good was, set but, at an open mic. No, d- dude. That was never a good set for you. That was a set where you were just like, eh, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. Like now you're like, oh god, I fucking bombed. Yeah. But like you know, yeah, a couple of years ago you were, you were like, yeah, that's you know, not too bad. You're, that was never a good set for you. <clears throat> I remember. I think I remember the first like good set you had. It was at uh, Robin Hood. Oh yeah. And, and I think it was like we had afterwards. I'm like, oh, but you're. Yeah, she got some laughs. Yeah, <laughs> I remember having several bad ones at Robin Hood oh, and yeah. having to not show up for a while because I was like, I can't keep going up in front of this guy and just being bad. Remember, I uh, played my guitar there one time. Oh, I remember. Yeah, yeah. I was like, idea. I was like, I'm never doing that again. No, well, because like, I don't because it's one of those things where that's something that I would never really do on stage, but it's something. That's it's, good impulse right there. It, yeah, beat it. <laughs> But it's it's something that I just like I enjoy and I kind of just like want. It's one of those things like I just like kind of want to do it. Listen, it, it was, it, worth was trying. it was for me, you know. Yeah. Um, I wish it was like a, a way you can practice. Like I, I don't want to go to like music open mics because I have a fucking dog shit voice. But I just it's just like fun for me to like play like you know funny stupid songs, you know. But it totally isn't something I would want to do like on stage, yeah. you know, at an actual show. Because also you gotta love the uh, accessibility or. Just like the ease, like the ease of stand-up, you don't have to bring anything. There's no equipment. You just yeah. walk. I, I just wear a flannel, some jeans, and I just fucking just talk into a microphone. Of course. And then you leave. You know. That's uh, great. I mean, maybe sometimes if you're hosting, you should bring a microphone and a cord just in case. Uh, you yeah. know, just in case oh. the venue doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo, oh Romeo, where out that Romeo? <laughs> <laughs> fucking 
We hosted an open mic at this. No, 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 no. Show. Yeah, sorry. Not a show. A show at this fucking playhouse in Santa Monica. And we get there, and there's just no microphone. None. So much. It was so. It was so much miscommunication that. Um. Wait, am I good from here, volume wise? Yeah, you good. Um, there was so much miscommunication. Miscommunication that when we got there and we asked for the microphone, the lady there was like insulted. She's like, "What the fuck? Yeah, you guys need a microphone? This was never said." I go, "It's a stand-up show, lady." Yeah. What did you think was happening? That that that's like a a a, a fucking chef going, "Where's the kitchen?" And like. You need stoves to cook? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's a big part of what I do. <laughs> first paid gig, though, that I ever had. Really? Yeah, first nice. time I ever got paid for stand-up. Nice. Yeah. I think I made 50 bucks. There you go, Pat. Yeah, pretty made, good. It made 50 bucks. Dude, we, were, we, we ran that show. We did. We ran the show. It went pretty well. Yeah. And there was, um, uh, luckily, we had, to, we, had to kill some time. we had to kill some time, so luckily there were like four black comics. Oh, yeah. So they, you know, they all They'll just, just keep going. They just ran the line. Yeah. <laughs> I said, you can do eight minutes, but if you want to do 12, you can because August running late. They're like, enough okay. said. Yeah, 15, perfect. <laughs> 25, I read you loud and clear. No, 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 12. All right, 30, Whatever got you it. Say. <laughs> I'll get off the stage when I want to get off. And then that, that was with Adam Ferrara. Yes. Remember, I was like, for some reason, I think Vinny is one of those names that it isn't, you're not, it's not heard often enough. But it's so Italian when you hear it that you just register, okay, very Italian name. Yeah. So I I, I, I may have told the story in the podcast before, but so Adam comes in and, you know, he's a big actor or whatever, you know, decent actor. And uh, he's like, uh, I'm like, hey, Adam, how are you doing? My name is Vinny. Nice to meet you. He's like, how are you doing? I'm, like, I'm Augustino's friend. We, you know, running the show, me and Pat. Um, do as much time as you like. Little thing, though, there's no microphone. So I'm sorry. Yeah, like, you know, sorry about that. He's like, uh, all right. He walks away like 10 minutes later. He comes back. He goes, hey, Frankie, uh, so I got a commercial tomorrow. I'm already fucking sucking down halls like to go down a style. I can't be uh, doing a set with no mic. It's been a pleasure. Tell Augustino, thank you. I'll see you later. All right. <laughs> I'm like, fucking. Yeah. I told you my name two minutes ago, Frankie. We're running our first actual show ever, and there's no microphone, and the fucking headliner who's doing like 30 just drops out. Yeah. And, and. The, and the, the co co headliner, yeah, basically. The, the guy who organized the show, our buddy Augustino, wasn't there. He's doing a spot in fucking Pasadena and is doing that and then running down to Santa Monica. Not, not to mention half the show we uh, were bar- we we barked. Yeah. Because it was this fucking fucking playhouse tucked in the promenade that you can't even find. No, it's just a door to a hallway. There were maybe fifteen tickets sold for a Theater that probably seats what comfortably at least fifty. No, more than that. That's a comfortably that's like at least comfortably seventy-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bella, what the fuck do you want to do? So like ha- half the half the he show wants, we, he we wants to be a guest on the podcast. Half the show we barked. Yeah. There's like on the promenade going. He's going to bark comedy? half the show too. Uh. <laughs> that was a joke for Luke Allen right there. <laughs> that was. <laughs> that's for my dog. Just sit down, pal. There you go. Got this adorable French bulldog on my lap. So these riffing skills I've been working on the improv mic. Exactly. Just you know, see him coming in right there. If you can carry over to the yeah. actual show business, baby. Fourth wall. <laughs> so, Betty, let's get down to the nitty gritty. Let's get down to it. Let's talk about it. The last episode we did, we were discussing uh, my, uh, I guess, lack of confidence in you completing a very hard thing. That's correct. Not in any disrespect to you. Just uh, you know. It felt like some disrespect to me. Really? That's how I took it. Yeah. Well, I d- and I took that personally. Well, I hope you did. Yeah. Because I don't give a fuck. 
So I, I did the Murph. I did the whole thing in an hour and 15 minutes, roughly. Which was less than half. Like I think that's less than half the time you said it would take me if I could finish it. Uh, no, no. I said that if it took anything more than that, you just wouldn't be able to do it. Like, like you'd just be like, oh, fuck it. I think you even said if it takes me longer than like two and a half hours, yeah. I'm just, I'm just going to stop. Oh, yeah. Big time. It was, it was rough. Let me tell you. The fucking... Obviously, the pull-ups were hard, but like, it's a weird thing that sort of, you don't get the, like when you do a set to failure of something, your muscles like, you feel like that that pump and like, they like they give out. You don't feel that when you're doing 100 pull-ups. It's just like, you kind of go numb and then at some point, it comes really close to just like, all of a sudden, you stop, it stops working. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it wouldn't be that... um I say you're if you're like busting out sets of failing like curls, you get like, all right, I got a couple more left, a couple more left, like maybe two more. Yeah. And like you could feel it with when you're doing like that many. For me, I was doing like that many pull-ups. I was doing sets of five. If I tried to do six, it would have just been like nope. Like I would have just hung there. Really. Yeah. I'm fucking rough. So I mean, obviously the pull-ups were the most dangerous part of yeah. it, right? And then, dude, the second mile run, well, I, I was really? dying. I was cramping everywhere because I was so exhausted by the end of it. Just fucking cramps the whole time. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like stomach cramps? Yeah, like trying to breathe Oof. like in my fucking stomach, in uh, my calves. Yeah. See, I, w- I would think the, the second run would feel really good. No, it felt terrible. Yeah. It was awful. Really? I hated it every second of it. So are you going to do this every year? I'll give it a shot. If you remind me, I'll, I'll train, I'll train I, with I you. I think my goal for next year is to do it with the uh, weighted vest. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you did it basically 10 days of training, yeah. if you train a couple months for it, you'd be able to do it with a vest. Oh, for sure. It, it just, I mean. By the way, don't recommend doing it on 10 days notice. I definitely hurt myself. You, really? Yeah. <laughs> it still hurts? Yes. A lot less now, but like I'm taking a whole week off from doing any like lifting exercises. Really? Yeah. So you're just going there to hit the bag? Yeah, mainly. Yeah. Do a little running. Nice. You know, yeah, what, what do you think? You think you tore something? No, no. I'm sure it's just like a strain. Yeah. But it, it's not comfortable. Yeah. Dude, um, I don't I don't know how true this is, but you know Morgan, do I bartend with? Yeah. He gave himself fucking rapto from like not working out. Um, what, what's rhabdo? Rhabdomyosis or something like that. Or rab, rab, rabdo, you know, I've never heard of this. It's um, it's basically when you overwork your body, and like your kidneys. Let, let, let me just look it up real quick. But basically, he um, yeah, rhabdomyolysis. Mm. Your lysis or my lysis? Uh, ours. Okay. Or his uh, lysis, technically. Oh, yes, yeah, you're his. It's a breakdown of the muscle tissue that releases a damaging protein into the blood. This muscle tissue breakdown results in the release of a protein called myoglobin. I've heard in, of myoglobin. Into the glob. Into the blood. Into the glob? Into the blood. I apologize. Thank you so much. Myoglobin can damage the kidneys. So basically, it's like when you... Uh, were you pissing very dark? That day? I yeah. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Because so basically, my buddy Morgan like wasn't working out at all. He's a new father, 
wasn't working out at all, and then went away for like a, a week or two on this like film set. So he was like, fuck it, let me just work out. Did a bunch of pull-ups one day, or over a couple of days. Did Had that happen, and was pissing like fucking coke. And you can die from it. Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah, like like rest like wrestlers can get it and stuff, stuff like that, and uh, so it's funny that you say that because he got it just by doing pull ups, but well, you're you're in way better clearly, shape. Much, yeah, I'm a much yeah. stronger man than him. Obviously, yeah. well, he doesn't yeah. like he doesn't work out at all. I get it. I'm better than him. No, he's taller and attractive, and um, he's married as a kid. He's people you know, people love him. That's true. Um, have, have I mentioned he's taller and attractive? You have. Yeah, um, pretty sure he's a good cock on him. Um, uncut though, so yeah, yeah, down there. yeah. So it's a wash, I guess. I'd rather have a cut cock and be five six and uncut and six one. Exactly. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like I what the fuck, you. dude? That's just disgusting. Gross. What do you have? A fucking hide trinkets in there? Yeah, it's like yeah. a fucking tube sock, pal. Yeah, it's disgusting. No, it really is. You know, it's bad. It fucking grosses me out. Yeah, forget about being Jewish. Forget about being Catholic. It's be just, clean. Be clean. Yeah. Be clean. Hey, hey, parents, give your kid, give your kid a, a chance having a clean cock. Oh, I know. And uh, I'm I'm tired. Of, like, there's this movement of people, yeah, like saying that it's it's oh god, it's like torture to circumcise your kid. No, let me tell no, you, no, no, no. I couldn't be happier that my parents yeah. had me circumcised. I, I got this. I got this pink cut dick. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm I'm not telling you to do the weird rabbi. You know, the weird thing where the yeah. rabbi sucks your dick. Oh, no. F- no. go to a fucking doctor. Yeah, of you know? course, a fucking medical professional. Exactly. Don't have some guy. It's his side hustle is cutting dicks. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, I wait tables at Applebee's, and on the weekends I cut dicks. Yeah. Pretty good. You shouldn't have a business card just for cutting dicks. Exactly. Yeah. Fucking. Hey, yeah. Go to my guy Larry. He's the yeah. best. Larry the dick cutter. Larry the dick cutter. Turns any dick into a masterpiece. Forget about <laughs> it. He also cuts uh, shrubs, too, if you have any landscaping problems. <laughs> 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 Fucking. It's such a crazy world, how. Dude, I mean, I it's like a bunch of rabbis were like, Sucking kids' dick. They're like you're like sucking kids' dicks because that was a part of the the culture, part of the job, yeah. part of the job. They would suck the blood. I know. And it's like, hey, listen, you're just sucking dudes' dicks. <laughs> you know, not what even I mean? dudes. <laughs> <laughs> you got. I can't even call them dudes. No, no. It's and listen, I'm, it's gonna be very polarizing. The next thing I say, so I apologize. Laying on me, but it's almost like religion has created these jobs where it's basically like an application for pedophiles. It's like the criteria is, do you like touching kids? Yeah. And then if it is so, come be a fucking student of God or whatever it is. Oh, dude, yeah. I mean, I, I was listening to uh, <laughs> Greg Giraldo stand-up last night, and he does a bit about how when the Catholic Church, like, when they were in the middle of that huge pedophilia scandal, like, when it all first broke, and they had conferences in Rome, week-long conferences, where someone uh, proposed a one strike and you're out policy, and it got voted down. Oh, God. <laughs> and it was like, was like, listen, we can't kick a guy out for fucking just one kid. You know, <laughs> maybe transfer him to a parish with 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 few, with, you know, with with uglier kids. <laughs> oh my God, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, dude, my my my. One of my favorite Bill Burr moments is like one of those. He's on one of those dog shit fucking Good Morning shows, and uh, I think it was just Paper Tigers or one of his specials. And uh, 
the the fucking news anchor lady's like, so Bill, do you, you know, um, do you, do you know, do you uh, have any feedback on some of the people that are saying that you know your stamp was very uh, you know anti-religion and anti you know Catholicism? He's like, who's they? And she's like, they, they're talking. People are talking. You know, it's, it was there's a lot of jokes about you know the the Catholic Church, and he's like. Yeah, well, what about the fucking priests that they move around like the whales at SeaWorld? Just like, oh, <laughs> just like, got to move this one a little, a little yep. weird, causing us, causing up a stir. It's like, it's, it's so, it's so bizarre to me. It makes me, it, it's, it makes it really hard for me to believe in religion, at least or, organized religion. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole, you know, fucking top to bottom. Kit and caboodle. Kit and caboodle. You know what yeah. I mean? The old one, too. Yeah. The whole nine yards, if you will. I told you I jerked off in church one time, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I jerked off while I was on hold yesterday. That's how long I was on hold. Wait, what? Yeah. You on hold for what? I was trying to get through to the people at the fucking passport agency. Really? Yeah, I was on hold for two two hours. I jerked what? off. What? <laughs> two hours? Yeah, I had to call him back today. You want to know how long I was on hold for? How long? Three hours. What the fuck? Yeah. Jesus, what do you need? I need to expedite my passport. Oh. Uh, oh, because you're going to Mexico next month. Yeah. Well, wow. so I went and got... They call him fucking Petty I Travels. I did it two months ago. Yeah. And the guy was like, it should take six to eight weeks. I go look on the website yesterday. It took him an entire month just for, to, like, get my paperwork somehow. Really? Exactly a month. Wait, wait, so you, so you did not expedite it? No, not at first. So I had to call and have them expedite it now. Okay. I think I expedited mine when I got it, too, because I needed kind of short notice. It took... I mean, granted, it wasn't covid but uh, it took way less than they thought. They're like, "Yeah, you probably get in like four or five months." I I got in like two months, I think. All right, well, I need a little faster than that. Yeah. Wait, so where in Mexico are you going? Uh, Nuevo Vallarta. It's right outside of Puerto Vallarta. Oh. Yes. Now is it going t- to the Vallartas? You know, of course. Because uh, you're. Chilling. If I can go, of course. No, you're gonna go. Uh, actually, good point. Oh my god, how mad would you be? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's already come up. <laughs> really? Well, yeah, she she knows that I and don't have my passport. <laughs> and and be be completely honest with me. Is this pad procrastinating? I mean, I did it two months ago. And I, I went based off the recommendation of the guy in the fucking store. Mm-hmm. And he said, who told me six to eight weeks. Fucking eight weeks ago. So I was like, oh, that's safe. That leaves me an extra... Whole month exactly as a buffer. Okay, okay. So you you basically left yourself a whole month as a buffer after yeah after the, the after the, arrival after time. the longest yes expected arrival time. Turns out all the information was incorrect. Well, so. why would it be right? I mean, why would it be? It's only his job. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's only most of what he does. Exactly. It's only the whole thing he got hired for. Yeah. Oh wow. So let, let, all right now walk me through what's going to happen if you can't go. Just, just walk me through it. I mean, she's gonna be very upset, rightfully so. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also, I'm gonna be so embarrassed. Her fucking pay. parents are bringing me on this trip, and I just can't go. They pay for the ticket? No, I paid for my flight. Oh, okay. Like, they're bringing me. Jesus. Yeah. It'd be fucking free, free uh, board. Yeah. Room and board. Wow. Yeah, Timeshare. It would be timeshare. A little house. Timeshare, right? Okay. <laughs> oh, what? you bought my flight. Oh, she bought my flight. You like being just a sack of shit. You don't even know she bought your flight. Yeah. How would you not know she bought your flight? We have so many flights going on recently. You know, it's uh, uh, buying flights here, buying flights there. It's hard to keep up. Yeah. 
That's why I need an assistant, you know? Yeah, you really need an assistant. Actually, actually, you do need an assistant. <laughs> Not because you're so busy, because you're so fucking incompetent. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> but your assistant would make more than you. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard. <laughs> so you get, you're going to play some golf down there, right? Uh, my... If I, if I make well, it, we're, 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 let's let's pretend. On, on, the, on the premise that I'm getting down yeah, there. Yes. Let's 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 plan playing golf at like six in the morning every every day somehow. Really? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Honestly, it's my favorite time to play golf. Just that's stupid. It is. It is so nice to play golf that early because you finish a round, you have the whole day left, and it, it's nice being able to like get up and kind of like either watch the sunrise or just kind of. Beyond the, dude, you're gonna be in beautiful fucking Mexico. Those courses are insane. I mean, like, as, as far as pristine, problems go, you'll like, probably have caddies if they want. If they want to oh, walk, for sure. yeah. yeah. Which is you get to walk a course with no bag on your thing. I mean, dude, it's gonna be. So, oh man, I'm so fucking jealous. I might just. M- me and Zoe are gonna go somewhere uh, in July when the club is down. They shut down for a couple of weeks or um, a couple of days rather, and I want to go somewhere where. I can sneak away and like she does a spa day in the morning and I play around a golf. Do Palm Springs, dude? We're not doing the desert. Oh, true. It's this fucking a hundred in, in the valley. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're yeah, right, you're right. So I want to sneak away somewhere where I can just, you know, go where go somewhere and just like splurge a little bit. Take a, like Santa Barbara. Take, 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 golf take up a there. caddy. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, I'll ask Joe, our boss, because maybe there's a a, a Troon course somewhere. I doubt it, but maybe there's a true course. I think there's one in California. You think so? Pretty sure. Yeah, we'll see. Just go to Hawaii. I know there's one there. Yeah, yeah, easy. I, I mean, I, I, I might go. Yeah, do it. I might go. It, it won't be that bad of a flight. That's what I'll do if we can't go to Mexico. I'll just go to Hawaii by myself. Okay. Oh, wait, with yeah. me and Zoe. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can clean the you can clean the room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll pay for my ticket. <sighs> well, anything else you want to talk about? Um, you know, I I want to talk about this. Uh, I I want to air out what uh, please this fucking thing with the member the other day. It's still bothering me. The guy who didn't tip me. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And it's it's one of these. It, what bothers me about it is it's one of these things you can't complain about because I made a lot of money. You're very on the you're loop. very perturbed by it. I I find it to be perturbing. So here's the thing. What might have happened is the guy who gave you two hundred bucks. No, explicitly told me it was for him and one of the other guests. Got it. Explicitly. Okay. And then the member goes to them in front of me. You know, like, yeah, you guys take care of him. Like, I'll I'll, I'll get most of it, but, you know, you guys take care of him too. And then I'm, like, kind of following him around, being like, hey, you know, where's my money? Yeah, you're fucking money. Yeah, I'm I'm carrying a case of fucking water for Mm -hmm. him. Through the dining room while I'm wearing my coverall, all these people in suits looking at me, like like I like I just walked in naked. Is it nice in there? Oh, it's beautiful. Really? Yeah, it's it's very nice. And they're all in suits. I mean, you know, like blazers, things okay. like that. You know, yeah. look, you know, look, look, looking at me like we're in Victorian England, and I'm coming in like covered in like soot, like I just came out of a fucking chimney. Well, basically, that's what your job is. I know. You're basically, a garbage person. And then we get to the table, and she goes, "Oh yeah, they all took care of you, right?" I'm like, "Yup." Yeah, well, he's just a sack of shit, that guy. And like you, you've even I told he- Joe about it. I heard from other members that guests aren't supposed to tip. Yeah, members supposed to take care of everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I had that today actually. The guest, the guest tipped for the member, which yeah. is weird. But maybe I think uh, I don't know. I don't know why that is, because 
Yeah, I heard. I heard the guests are not supposed to tip. Yeah. Like they're not supposed to open their wallets at all. You know, maybe that's just like a thing where it's like they're not supposed to tip in turn. Like, like they themselves aren't like physically supposed to get money out. Like the the member has to give it, but then they square up afterwards. You know what I mean? It's like one of those like little things. But yeah, I mean, he he's just a fucking worm. That guy. He really. He is. he is such a little fucking worm. And like he's a friendly guy. He fucking you know. He knows he has to be friendly because it's a whole like club. You know they want like friendly people, and he's he's one of those. The member we're talking about. Let, let me just describe this guy real quick. So, a couple months ago. For several months prior to that, there were these new COVID regulations at the club where in order to take a cart, you needed to be over the age of uh, 65 or over, right? So if you're not taking a cart, that means you're either walking and carrying your bag or you're walking and a caddy is taking your bag. The only way that you can take a cart under 65 is if you have a doctor's note saying that you can't walk. So this guy... Is like 40 years old. He's He grew up in Beverly Hills, and he's a quote-unquote artist. Okay? Yeah, you know, artist. Artist. Struggling life. Grew up in Beverly Hills. Go fuck yourself, pal. Okay? He's got a fucking doctor's note that says he can't walk. Meanwhile, he's swinging golf clubs. What's, yeah. the, what's, what's worse on your back besides deadlifting in the fucking Olympics? Swinging a golf club. When my back is fucked up, I can't swing a golf club. So this guy's got a doctor note that says he can't walk, yet he's swinging a golf club six days a week. He's there six days a week. And what he does is he comes in, he has this... Just, just smarmy. Just a smarmy, yeah. It looks like he just like, crawled out of a fucking wormhole. He's dodging birds. It was like you know Nick I mean? Swartz, it wasn't funny. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, he looks... Exactly. Nick Swartz wasn't funny. And he walks up... And he wants like everyone to carry his bag to the driving range and say, "Oh, I can't carry my bag." My bag. I will say his back is actually fucked up, and he has to swing really weird because of it. N- no, no, he's got a weird. No, Pat, you're you're feeding into his fucking bullshit already. He swings weird because he's bad at golf. Okay. <laughs> and and he, he's, he, 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 he already. It's a weird swing. It's a weird swing because he's not good at the game, and he's a little fucking worm. I mean, like, dude, he lied to his friends and he lied to you about tipping you. He just yeah. didn't tip you because he knew he didn't have to because he, he knew what everyone else gave you. He's like, oh, okay, he's doing fine. I don't have to give him anything. Exactly. Yeah, like he's no, fuck- actually, he didn't know what everyone else gave me. Really? He didn't know that the guy gave me 200 bucks. What a piece of shit. Yeah. Ugh, God. I mean, you still made really good money. Yeah, it, it's but it's one just, of those things where like, I can't, that's yeah. probably the most money I've ever made on a Yeah, it, it's like calling the police and saying someone stole your drugs. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? Like, you can't really complain. Actually, no, no, not even that. Because stealing your drugs is bad. You got paid really good money. <laughs> <laughs> Someone stole my drugs and replaced them with better drugs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but these aren't, these aren't the drugs that I want. Yeah. Or usually do. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of. But it, it was one of those things where just like, you have this this thing in front of you, like, oh my god, this is gonna be a great day, yeah. and it's like, and he just kind of fucked me a little bit. I had one of those days, but the complete opposite. So, I was I was forecatting for four, meaning. Four ladies in carts. I'm just like watching their ball and giving them reading on the greens and stuff. And the one lady who's like the fucking best, Meredith, she was like, she just hands me an absurd amount of money. She's like, take this because I heard them about what they were going to give you and it was not good. So I gave you a little extra. She gave me like 150 herself. She's the best. She's the fucking best. And then the other ladies, she's like, what did you, you give Meredith? And she's like, oh, I gave him, you know, 
60, you know, 60, 70 bucks because she didn't like want to be embarrassed by how much she gave me. Yeah. So then they gave me all like all like fifty. I made three hundred and like twenty dollars. It was fucking insane, That's dude. That's a great time. Meanwhile, it was a scramble. So I'm only given one read in the green. That's nice. And I and I can readjust it based off of like oh, where of the ball course. goes and stuff, you know? Of course. Like, it was gravy. So when you do that, do you like to readjust it based off where the ball goes, or is that like admitting that you were wrong on your first read? I think you kind of have to play it by how wrong you were. Like if they missed by like a little bit. Well, no, no, no. Um, it's not so much me being wrong. It's just like it's usually because they missed the line. No, no, no. It's it's like well, because like you know, you say a cup. Yeah. So, is it is it a cup or is it two balls if you, if you hit it really fast or is it two cups if you're really slow? So they can hit it, and I can say yeah, with that pace, if you want to go a little lower, you can go out here. I I, I kind of like use their putt as an example. Mm. I'm like yeah, good line, but with that line, you need more pace. Gotcha. So I kind of just like gotcha. can make a little more like definitive of a read as as opposed to saying a cup left. I could say like oh yeah, firm like that. You know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but generally I'm never, I, I'm very rarely wrong side, although I was wrong side a couple of days ago. I, I just did not see it. It was so weird. It and happens. The, and the guy's like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, that that's, that's and they give him a good read in the next one. He's a good read. I'm like, well, I fucking owed you one. I gave you a wrong side. Even though he didn't, he wasn't going to make it anyway because he's like a foot short. But still, still though. Yeah, it was bad. But Yeah. So I, you know, there, there's another thing I want to talk about. I just read an article that apparently Joe Rogan is, uh, and uh, granted this was written by that fucking, you know who Seth Simons is? No. He, he's, he's a garbage person, basically. He's a comedy critic and every comedian hates him. Um, sounds, sounds, like, sounds like a great guy. But a he, comedy critic? Yeah. Basically a failed stand-up comedian. He wrote an article about how uh, Joe Rogan is already like bumping heads with the comedy community in Austin. Because uh, apparently at a set at what well, he did at the creek in the cave, mm-hmm. um, right after his show was like a drag queen show, which somehow passes for comedy. Okay. Um, and they were in the green room while he was on stage, and apparently, you know, he used some some words okay. that they weren't crazy about, and apparently they became like a whole fucking hullabaloo, and like the 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 drag show like won't perform at the venue anymore because they'll still book Rogan. How, how do you feel about that? Like someone, and, and it's I think it's kind of pretty similar, to like the the Hinchcliffe thing that he did. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that with like comedians? More, I mean, I would think the the Hinchcliffe thing is worse because another comedian outed him. Mm-hmm. Like people like kind of telling on comedians for saying. I mean, it, it's it's entirely specific to that specific incident. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I, I don't know, I don't know what he said. But hey, hey, Bello. He's hey. just chewing on a box. He's all right. Second, our uh, esteemed guest Bello is uh, chewing on a cardboard box. He loves eating non-edible items. Big fan of it. Uh, See, the problem is some of the he bo- was eating some drywall yeah. earlier. Some, some of the box is missing. Something he's actually ingesting the cardboard. He might be. He was hey, eating drywall. You, uh, you just ate, pal. He was eating drywall earlier. Oh, good. That's really yeah. good for him. Nice. I'll be picking that up later when he takes a shit. Yep. Some fucking <laughs> <laughs> kibbles and bits and plaster dry shit. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, like, do you know like what like words he said specifically? Like, did he say like faggot and tranny? Really? Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, here's the thing: having seen him do stand up, though, well, it was a satirical. It must have been. I'm guessing. I, I haven't seen the set. I just read the article yeah. about it. But here's, the, here's the thing: seeing him, having seen him do stand up, and like been a fan of him for a long time, I've never seen him like say you know like 
a slur or something edgy just to be edgy. Yeah. It's usually in like a, I don't know if you call it like doing a character, but like speaking yeah. in the voice of somebody else. Exactly. So I, I've seen Rogan a bunch, like dozens of times. And every time I have seen him do stand-up, just like you said, if he says something um, that's quote-unquote fucked up, it is because, yeah, like you said, he is giving the juxtaposition and he'll do it in a, in a voice that lets you know that it isn't him and it's like a, it's, it could be an opinion. And then he refutes it as himself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he, like he objects it as himself generally. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with any of it. I, I mean, if I know very little of, about it from what you just told me, but I don't, I don't agree with people getting all up in arms about comedians using certain words. If you don't take the time to ask them about intent to look at the joke, you can totally not like a joke. You know, you can totally not like um, him using those words, but there's just something about stand-up that someone that people just don't understand that it's like an art form, and it's 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 the one thing that people can critique and can try to control, but it doesn't apply to any other art form. You know, there isn't this there there isn't this pushback in music. There isn't this pushback in in painting. There isn't this kind of pushback in movies. You know, it's it only seems to be in stand up because people feel like it's like your thoughts. It's your thoughts, and you're not performing. This is, yeah. they, they like know, that, that's your full opinion on the matter. They don't disassociate. And you, they, you don't yeah. nothing. There's nothing different that you think about what you just said. Exactly. Not the fact that you just made a joke about it for laughs, and you presented one side of an argument in a you know in a manner that you thought would be funny. Exactly. Like they treat every stand-up thing as if like it's just like someone talking to his buddy at dinner. Yeah. You know, it, it's not the case. It's com- it's completely different than that. You know. Now, do some comics their their true opinions come out through their stand-up? Sure. But I can guarantee most of the comics that have like vulgar language or edgier stuff, it is because like they're fucking satirizing it. Yeah, they're it, it's it, a it's a thought. They're making hey 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 hey. They're making a joke. It's their job. They're fucking fooling around. Yeah, you know, and it's just it's a it's a culture that is just so toxic right now because God forbid you do anything that isn't good, it could take one person to fucking cancel you. You know what I mean? But then I also think at the same in the same respect, the only people that get canceled are the people that let themselves get canceled. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Well, you have to, to, you to have a certain to kind of plan to, to it. a certain extent. Like if you're a fucking rapist, yeah, you know, and you like rape somebody, then yeah, you're gonna you know. Yeah. It's not gonna be good. But like you know like when Joey Diaz got in trouble for like laughing about making some girl suck his dick for stage time? Yeah. He leaned into it so hard it lasted like twelve minutes. Exactly. Yeah, you it know? didn't matter. I know, and here's the thing is like I, I think a lot of people don't view stand up as art and I think part of that is because like it is way different than every other art in terms of just like the people who do it. Like think about like you get like painters, musicians, actors. They all kind of have like a similar personality and every stand up I've ever met is so different from that. Like have you ever been at an art function that isn't stand up? The whole time I'm just like Fuck these people. A lot of a lot of people with little light in the loafers. You know what I mean? And then comics are these like fucked up dudes that like it doesn't seem that like they're artists because they seem like guys that take your trash out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It seems, you know, it seems like guys who pave your roads and shit. But not just the guys though, like the women who do comedy, it's the same thing. Oh, like, see, yeah, guys yeah. and gals, yeah, of course. But it's just like 
I don't know. There's there's not that like sort of like yeah, you know, it's just yeah, we're doing this like thing, and it's so like supportive and great and like we're all out here just like expressing ourselves and like it's it's not about the product it's you know like how you get to the end like like those are the kind of the conversations you hear like a a fucking art show yeah and i just stand there i'm like these are just neon lights well (laughs) because here's the thing what makes a good comedian in my in my opinion is the people who that that can uh take away the fact that there's no real reason for them to be talking to you and they can disguise the fact that as a completely rhetorical performance and you're having a conversation with somebody yet the majority of people in that room, the audience are not actually saying anything. Yeah. So it's disguised as a conversation and because it's disguised as a conversation, they think it's just that they think it's your thoughts coming in your mouth to them. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the most disguised art form I think, which is why it is misperceived as for sure them doing what they are thinking and believing and, and you know all that kind of shit yeah and like you've said plenty of times it's also all based on a thing that everyone's done everyone's made someone laugh before yeah so they kind of think they could do stand-up oh yeah yeah, yeah. whereas t- like most people see themselves painting like holy shit this is terrible yeah. or like like if you're if, i can't draw yeah for, i exactly. can't draw anything yeah it's so like i don't see someone like drawing a great fucking picture and go oh i could probably do that yeah but yeah, everyone's made someone laugh before. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, I, I say it all the time. There's this thing I, I call the expert effect, where like, people get so accustomed to watching experts do certain tasks that whether you have uh, a history of doing it or not, because you're watching these people who are experts perform this thing. Yeah, you they, think you they can make just start it, your own podcast. They make it look like extreme. <laughs> <laughs> then they just move from Jersey, live in LA for a couple of years, start a podcast, and all of a sudden, you yeah. know. You'll be on fucking Spotify. More, more than 44 people will listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, you idiots. <laughs> Pat and Vinny. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. We're guilty. No, I mean, we know, we know we're horrible. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're not, like, trying to pretend like we're really, you know. You know what, though? I can always tell when that person gets on stage. The person who just, like, makes their friends laugh in conversation and is like, I could, I'm so fucking funny. I could do stand-up. And then the best is when they don't get laughs. They, oh, get, they get a little yeah. pissy. Yeah. They're like, what the fuck? It's like, all right, uh, I guess, you're not, guess you're not, you know, aren't feeling this. I'm like, you told a story about your fucking three friends who don't know, and you gave no context clues about who the fuck they are. Yeah. There's no punchlines. Yeah. You didn't tell a joke. You didn't tell a joke. You just like, you know, told us you got your dick sucked by some chick named Ashley that we're supposed to know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, exactly. And I, I so enjoy watching people like that do poorly. It makes me happy. Yeah. It's one of the only times I enjoy seeing people fail. I enjoy watching people fail when they're trying to be like, you know, this can go for any person, but when they talk shit on like white people, cause they, they know it's in, yeah. but they have no fucking jokes. Oh yeah. You know what That's I mean? That's just their whole thing. Yeah. Like, man, it, like, I, it, it could be any person talking shit, white people, black people, Mexican people, Asian people, whatever, talking shit on white people because it's so in to, to bash white people right now, but they have no actual punchlines. That's when I'm just like, yeah, man, you can't just say fuck white people and people are going to laugh. You got to have some jokes. They'll pal. probably laugh the first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So That's like, how in it is. They will still laugh the first yeah. one to three times. Yeah. yeah, that's who I like watching. Film. <laughs> <laughs> that and when uh, when actors who aren't comedians... Clearly yeah. aren't actually comedians. Try stand up. Yeah. I enjoy watching them, especially well, when too. they're like good-looking dudes. Oh, for sure. Hey, I'm like, be it, pal. 
I get that you do improv class, and everyone, every girl in there wanted to fuck you. Yeah. Guess what? You're not funny. Yeah. They're, they're laughing because you're hot, pal. Not because exactly. you're funny. Beat it. Yeah. Go to an audition. I, I was at a mic one time, and I texted the host during a kid's set. I was like, go back to improv class, pal. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who it was? Uh, I know who the the guy on stage was. Yeah. No, I don't remember him. Okay. Yeah. Isn't it funny when you see a guy at fourth wall, and you just like can tell he's a little too soft? And you're just like, well, won't be seeing him anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this room wasn't for him. Yeah, yeah, it's always fun, dude. Well, I we got we got, I mean, still do, but we got beat up the first couple of years at Fourth Wall. Oh yeah, we got, we got beat up. There was there were some sets where I left going, it might not be for me. <laughs> oh, dude, at least once a week. Might not have it. <laughs> at least once a week, I yeah. was telling myself that like. I probably don't have the talent to do this. Oh, well, yeah, me too. Me too, man. It's just like I think the jokes were not there. Yeah. The I just I was I just couldn't write a joke. You know, I'm like, "Oh my god, this cuz yeah, it's just And I was didn't, I was I didn't know how to work a room either. I was doing fine like I was like doing fine at Scotty's. Like I would do that open mic. I'd do a couple in the city every once in a while, you know. And I like I would, I would do pretty good. But they were supportive. <laughs> they were supportive rooms. I mean, it's also like so. I went back to do Scotty's once after I started doing stand up in L.A. Mm -hmm. and I didn't even get on stage. The bar for what makes people laugh at that mic is so fucking low. Really, it's like you have to be bad to get laughs at that mic. Because I saw like two pretty funny dudes go up, and they got almost nothing. Really, how, and how, then, many, how many people are there? <sighs> a lot. Really, a full room. Oh, a full room of comedians. That sucks. Fucking, there were there were like fifty people on the list. Yeah, I'll tell you what, that's a, it's a really good showroom. It, it's yeah. it's a really good place to do a show. It is. But like the, I'm telling you, it was just it it was you you've seen that room happen in other places. Like you have to be bad for people to laugh. <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe was it their friends? Oh yeah, they all know each other. Yeah, it was probably just that. Yeah, it was, it was probably just that. I mean, they, it wasn't like you. <laughs> like if you went up there and doing and like did good jokes, they wouldn't get it. Really? Yes. Like I said, I saw like two guys who were legitimately funny, yeah. and I was the only person laughing. Are you sure not, you're not going like, wow, I was, I did some good jokes. Oh, no. That. I didn't get up. Oh, I you, fucking walked oh, out. Oh, really? I walked out. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I went up to the host. I was like, hey, uh, I was supposed to be up like five people ago. Oh, really? Let me check the list. Yeah, we got like 14 more people in front of you. I was like, fuck you, dude. I'm out of here. You said fuck you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, was it an old guy? I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I I used to do that mic, and they didn't tell you how how much time to do. They said, "Oh yeah, that's the other thing." They said, "Just do as much time as you want." So there's be one guy who would do thirty minutes. Yeah, and he'd be like looking at the host, like, "Can I go more?" He's like, "Uh, there's other people here. Uh, I would say maybe give you know, give the mic over to them." But yeah, that was yeah. I, I had a couple good mics there in terms of like, "Oh, this is fun," you know, because I'd get the get there early. I'd be like you know top ten. I think you're looking at it through like. Rose tinted glasses, though. Like you're seeing it from the comedian you were before you moved here. No, 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 no. When I was when I was doing those mics, it wasn't as popular. It would be max fifteen people yeah. there. So even if I was the fifteenth comic, I'd be there for a couple hours. It was it was actually pretty chill. Um, I think it's it's got and that was like when the comedy cove was getting more popular. Now it's I'm sure super popular. It sounds like it. So when I, when I was going there, it was actually like pretty chill. I think it was like yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays or something like that. But yeah. All right, I want to cook my steak. I'm pretty All hungry. Right. Go cook your steak, son of a bitch. All right, you got anything coming up? How long do we do? 
45. All right, 45. Perfect. Yeah, I got nothing coming up. Okay. Yeah, me either. We have some Nate show in July, but we don't know. That's at some point. Yeah. All right. I could be here. I could be in Mexico. I don't know. That's true. You probably won't be in Mexico. You probably didn't do it on time. Yeah, probably not. Probably going to break up. All right. Later, guys. (laughs)